Welcome to the Motivational Speech Podcast. You are listening to Mr. Jim Quick. He is a brain coach, mind well trainer, and is noted for his speed reading and memory techniques. For two decades, Jim Quick has worked as a brain coach to students, seniors, entrepreneurs, teachers, and advisors to many of the world's leading CEOs and celebrities. He also wrote a book that has become the number one New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestseller. Check the description below to get this book for free. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so we're, we're doing this live right now to talk about uh, brain reset. Mm. You know, 2020 has been pretty difficult for, for a lot of people, uh, whether we're talking about uh, their, their mental health, their, their, their social health, their emotional health, their physical health maybe also as well. And sometimes we just need a reboot. And uh, for those of you who are just joining us, I'm, I'm here with a good friend, my movement coach, Aaron Alexander. He's the author of The Align Method and also The Align Podcast, uh, which we've done each other's shows numerous times. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I wanted to bring some of my coaches, my mentors, people who have guided me uh, through, through various times, you know, especially, you know, more, uh, more difficult times. You know, I believe difficult times can define us, they could diminish us, or they could develop us. We ultimately decide. But when we're talking about this thing, in the past, you and I have talked about things, and, and we'll link also to uh, various episodes that we've done. We've done everything from breathing to hanging to uh, floor culture. I mean, we go deep yeah. in so many different things. You know, how are you doing this year? I've been surprisingly great, which, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've found the last nine months you know there's been lots of kind of strange weary anxiety ridden moments especially you know early on with with the whole coronavirus stuff um but overall the the benefits that i've derived from it one is we've been we talked about before like i've reverted more to a minimalistic lifestyle mm -hmm. you know so i sold most of the stuff that wasn't really necessary in my world and i sublet my place in santa monica and so i've kind of going into a place where I just feel much uh, lighter, at least from like a materialistic perspective. Um, and also it's presented the opportunity to reevaluate what actually freaking matters in my life. You know, so I think pre-corona, I was much more just driven towards more, you know, just mm -hmm. more everything. Just, you know, say a thing, I wanted more of it. Uh, throughout this, it's definitely, I've been, I, I think, uh, realigned, you could say, towards um, the things that I care about most, which in large part is, you know, relationships and a deeper relationship with myself, uh, with my family, with friends, and kind of the, the small group of people that are, will always be there, Yeah, you know, as opposed to so much putting into, so much emphasis into the more of community and everything, but more kind of focusing on like the, the parts that, that really matter and evaluating what that means. Hmm. Well, let's talk about that. When we're talking about resetting ourselves, you know, our mindset, resetting, you know, our, you know, ourselves. Um, let's let's talk about how do you align your environment? How do you align your your lifestyle so that you can move? So we can make so we can make progress. Yeah. Well, first, I think something is is like a, a key takeaway type point that mm -hmm. people can tinker with. Now, I like, as you know, um, I like giving people granular step-by-step -step guidance on like okay, you can actually do this thing yeah. and not have so much just meta like possibilities but more like just do this you'll notice change immediately and that's essentially what the align method book is all about is you know all of those tools that we could put in between into one book 
Uh, and one of the main ones that people, you know, we're, we're for the most part, Western culture is, is consumed by screen time. You know, and it's not a moralistic bad good. It just is. You know, the amount of time that we're spending on screens, like Even. on average for people, here we are now, right? Exactly. <laughs> Uh, you know, on average for people, I mean, I don't even know what it is, probably five, six hours a day, probably even more than that, depending on who you are. And what I think perhaps probably very few people realize or really, really ponder on is your eyes, they're a continuation of your central nervous system. You know, so you might think of your central nervous system as being like, oh, it's like I learned about that in, in high school physiology. That was like your spine and your brain and then you have the peripheral parts you know it's kind of like these two separate units but your literally your visual system it's a continuation of that that central channel mm -hmm. and when we are using our eyes we're tuning our minds you could say we're tuning our, our autonomic nervous system and when we're focused in with that myopic vision it's putting us more into this executive function, you know, release the cortisols and norepinephrine and kind of putting us into like, okay, like fight, flight, get after it. Again, no moralistic bad good. Fight, flight, sympathetic nervous system is awesome. You know, you want that when you wake up in the morning. You want that when there is a metaphoric lion in the room and you need to fight or flight or do whatever it is. Um, you know, so it's a really valuable system. But for the most part, we spend so much time Kind of almost stuck in that overdrive type position and you know it happens with the way that we use our eyes we're focused in too much uh, when you go into the other side of that vision the panoramic vision like right now behind you i have this view of the ocean and you know the windows are open i'm getting natural light coming in that's a whole other conversation what light does um, but i'm able to relax my eyes and kind of take in take in the whole room mm. you know and not have this isolated shark focus vision but kind of come out into this expanse of just like I'm looking over the savanna. Right. So if you were a hunter-gatherer or one of your ancestors or anybody even today and they were looking out across the, the, the savanna or out through the woods or out up into the sky into the clouds, like what do you think their state would be? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like what would it be? I mean it sounds very expansive. It sounds also that since they could take in more, they probably also feel more safe also. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So if you get up onto the top of a mountain, you get up to the top of a tree, mm -hmm. you know, look at any hawk, a hawk will go up on the highest point. My dad was a falconer growing up. And so that was something that you learn is that when, when the hawk would come in and land on your arm, you'd put some like chicken guts or whatever you'd have in, in your hand, hawk would come out from the tree and you'd want to put your hand up above the height of your head mm -hmm. because the hawk will come down to the highest point because it wants to feel safe. Right. It wants to be able to take in that full expansive view of everything around and you. There's no threats or... Correct. Mm -hmm. And so what that you think like, oh yeah, cool, just hawk lights, hawk likes high stuff, period. You know, it's like, well, the hawk is massaging its nervous system subconsciously in a sense to, one, just have the best angle to see prey, but also to, to not feel like prey. Mm. You know, so when you put yourself into these, these positions, we subconsciously actually end up moving ourselves into these various positions as a way of, you could say, down-regulating our nervous system to rest and digest and calm and go into that parasympathetic state. Mm -hmm. And Western culture, the, the mold that we exist in, in large part, uh, if, we, if we're just dust in the wind and allow ourselves to be malleable in the present Western model, it will end up kind of painting us into this corner of stress. 
And again, it's not a moralistic, this right. is bad, this is good, I'm on a team or anything like that. It just is. You know, so you think of your autonomic nervous system as this thing, it's like, oh, it's, it's auto, I don't have any control. That's ridiculous. You've got all kinds of control. You have control of your autonomic nervous system based off of the temperature in the room, the music in the room, the air quality, the types of lights, uh, the way you're using your eyes, the mm -hmm. you know, touch. Mm -hmm. you know, all of those immediately whoo, sends this signal into your whole physiology and uh, you can start to kind of, it's like a rudder changing the, the, the direction of your, your boat being your nervous system. So what would your recommendation be for people who are watching this on screens? Obviously, what, what, what options can they have to be able to, to have more input and influence yeah. on their autonomic well, system? Well, because uh, you're such a, a beautiful sight, they're probably going to be, it's going to be hard to take their eyes off of you. <laughs> You know, so I would say like take all of Jim in, 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 in bites, you know, so have a moment where you're looking at the screen and you're like, cool, I'm, I'm gathering the information that I need. You know, and it's right. like, and then it's like, cool, sweet. Do I really need to be focused in on this right now? Um, if you've been focusing on stuff on screens all day long, mm -hmm. um, my guess for the health of your nervous system, the answer is probably no. You probably don't really need to be looking at the screen right now. You know, so you could take just little breaks, just like you would with like breathing breaks. Mm -hmm. You take a little break and just come off of the screen for a moment and just, oh, you can do it right now. Let's everybody do it. If you're yeah. listening, watching, whatever, just take a moment, whatever you were watching, whatever you're focusing on now, take a moment and just kind of take in the whole, relax the eyes a little bit, kind of almost like space out just a bit. And now as you're doing that, you're relaxing the vision. Notice if that creates any change in your felt state. You might feel a little bit calmer already. Uh, and then I'm a big fan, as you already know, and this is what the, you know, the Align Method book's all about, is stacking these variables on top of each other. You know, so the next point that you could go to from this, if you want to calm the nervous system, our eyes are all, we're still in panoramic, we're still kind of spacing out a little bit. Next, you could emphasize the exhalation. You know, so the exhalation is another, or the breath, is another one of those toggles that you can switch into overdrive, you know, get stuff done mm -hmm. mode. Great that we have that. And then you can also switch it back into downregulation, calm, rest, restore. You know, yeah. So the way that we do that is through emphasizing more of this. <sighs> mm. I think everyone should do this because we're talking about resetting. We could reset with our eyes and we could reset with, with, our, with our breath. Correct. Yeah, so it's another tool, you know, and so that's, that's what I've found to be really interesting because I spent you know, 14 years or so working with clients doing, you know, movement stuff and personal training and, you know, fitness coaching and all that. And, you know, now it's been longer than that, but it's, it kind of started to shift beyond just the, the model of like, Okay, how do we get a six pack? How do we get sweet lats and biceps and all that? Mm -hmm. How do we lose a bunch of weight or gain a bunch of weight or any of those goals? And got more into like, how do we start to seamlessly integrate the concept of fitness into who you are all throughout the day, as opposed to being something that it's like something I put, I compartmentalize into this little container that I do 45 minutes, three days a week, yeah. you know? and if you can start to take some of these basic principles, acknowledging that, okay, the way that I breathe, that's a, a, a branch of my fitness. Right. The way that I look and use my eyes, another branch of my fitness. The way that I gesticulate and move my hands and communicate, 
You know, I go to Italy, everyone's like, oh, no, 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 no. Like they're, like they're, they're fitnessing themselves all day long just through their communication patterns. You know, so they're literally tuning their nervous system just through the, the manner in which they use their hands and their feet and their facial expressions just to, you know, hail a cab. You know, so we can start to take those principles into our lives and then fitness doesn't need to stop. It just, you know, it's, it, it truly is the fountain of youth. If you can start to tap into these principles and make them who you are as opposed to a thing that you do, you will be forever vital and then you'll transition out of this body. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, and it's in, well, when people are thinking about, for a lot of people in 2020, it was very, uh, very stressful. Um, you know, with, uh, with their looking at the news on their screens and then their breath pattern changes when they're in stress. Mode. Certainly. What's that? One-to-one -one relationship because you, it's, we, we attach to certain spokes, you know, so someone jumped on the nutrition spoke or someone jumped on the mm -hmm. fitness spoke or cold plunge or breath work or, you know, God, mm -hmm. you know, whatever the thing is that that's, or, or religion. Whatever the thing is that makes lights them up, makes them feel like, wow, like this is it. But in fact, you, you can't, you know, we're, we're like a, like a, if you're familiar with Buckminster Fuller, he, he created these things called tensegrity structures. What a tensegrity structure is essentially is if you pull on any one part of a tensegrity mm -hmm. structure, the whole system goes oh, and forms with it. So you can't affect any part of Jim without affecting every part of Jim and Jim's relationships and the manner in which he lives in his home and his business. And, mm -hmm. you know, so if we impact any part, it, it, it goes through the whole. So if I impact my vision, then that impacts my breath. It impacts the way that I produce neurochemicals and hormones. And, you know, and if I take some hormone supplement, it impacts my breath and impacts my vision. You know, so how many people have been in a relationship with somebody you know, me with a, with a, you know, in, in, in my instance with a, a woman, then she gets on birth control or off birth control and all of a sudden everything changes. It's like a different personality can even come out. You know, they can move differently. They can express differently. So we pulled on the hormone lever and all of a sudden they start to kind of walk and conversate and think differently. You know, so you could also pull on, you know, let's maybe do some breath practice or maybe do some hip mobility work you know, or open up our spine. Uh, and then that will start to impact the way that you communicate, which, you know, it, it just trickles through the rest of your life. Mm. So is there, if we were to offer everybody a third lever besides uh, the visual component and breath, like if we're going to deregulate that, that their nervous system to help them to have, mm -hmm. to do this reset. Yeah. So, you know, they're aligning their, their, their sight, they're aligning their breath. What would be a, a good third one? Body language. You know, so, so acknowledging that your physical body, we communicate, uh, what is it, 35, 35, 38, 55, 7 principle is, a, mm -hmm. is, is the, the, an idea that came up in the 60s around uh, the way that we communicate. You know, and so 7% seven, seven words. 7% is the actual you know, words coming out of our face. Then 38% so is, is the, the tonality of our voice. So if I talk kind of slow, a little bit deeper, a little bit calmer, like you can feel a difference. Yeah. If I'm, da, 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 it might feel like, oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm giving out all this great information. It's wow, I'm like so much was packed into that. 
you know, but it's like, yeah, but we all feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I wasn't really able to absorb it because it was kind of contracting me. You know, so pausing is such a powerful tool in communication. Uh, you know, and then these the, the fifty five is is the our our body language and that it stems more to to you know it's even s subtle things like the dilation of your pupils and you know or your cheeks blushing and all these subtle subconscious things that we're always picking up on but we might not realize it consciously. The majority of our communication is through body language, you know, and so something you can start to pay attention to with uh, the way that you exist in yourself and communicate in your life is just doing a little audit you know noticing are my shoulders creeping up to my ears are they rolled forward am i chronically am I sitting at the coffee shop and kind of practicing this practicing this hunched over i saw our camera guy just change his position mm -hmm. you know so just that that instance of paying attention saying like oh like where's my body at immediately everybody in the room goes oh shit, you're right damn i've just yeah. been caving over and like what does that position mean what that position means if you were just an animal in, in nature and you didn't know what a cell phone was or a computer was or operating a camera and all these fancy technological things, you just saw that animal just moving through nature in that position. You'd say, oh, that animal is sick. You'd say that animal is afraid. You'd mm -hmm. say that animal is defeated. You'd say that animal is defending. You know, one of those is that position. You know, and then so okay, let's see the other animal that's moving. The shoulders are back. Their organs are open. You know, their lungs are expanded. Their breath is in the diaphragm, the abdomen, low back, and you know they're just this. It's like they're. It's almost like they're they're floating as they're walking. Like there's a lightness to their their movement. And what's your sense of that animal? And you're like, oh, wow, that animal's winning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I want to. I don't know what's going on, but I feel like it would be wise if I was on that animal's team. You know, because wherever they're going or wherever they came from, it seems like it's to the benefit of their biology. You know, it seems like they could probably build some shelter and they could probably protect the tribe and they could probably problem solve because they have that spaciousness and that ease in the way that they live. You know, so you can start to just do a simple check, go through, you know, and, and you know, where are my shoulders? What's the shape of my spine? I kind of hunched over right now. I have this forward head posture stuff going on. Mm -hmm. um, you know, where's the location of my knees in relation to my feet? My knees kind of collapsing into that valgus position. You know, just going through checking how's my feet feel on the ground. You know, how's my that relationship knees to feet? How's relationship hips to knees to feet? How's relationship up through my spine? How's my mm -hmm. breath? Where are my shoulders? Are my hands contracted? What's my face like? Do I got resting bitch face going on? Do I feel relaxed and calm? Where's my breath? Am I breathing through the nose? Am I mouth breathing? Hmm. Are my eyes squinting and contracting? You know, all of those, all of those. If you just, people just do that now, and I guarantee uh, it will change your state. Uh, it might increase the likelihood of you getting that job that you want. It might increase the likelihood of being attracted to a potential partner. Um, you know, and ultimately, you know, you're your best partner. You know, and so if you feel good in that relationship in your physical home, then, uh, you know, life gets better. There's nothing magic about that. There's nothing, some snake oil sales thing. It's, it's free. It's just bring some attention into this and uh, you know, see what happens. Everyone who's watching this right now, we're talking about resetting. You know, you can reset your brain, your, your business, you can reset your life by resetting these three things. That's you it. You know, exactly what, how you look at something. 
of you could reset your your breathing you could reset and check in with your with your body your physiology yeah and you reset reset your life that way that's correct everyone who's watching this live in um in our private facebook group which we have like a hundred thousand people there uh watch watching this on zoom what, what can they let's ask them a question so they can post it in the comments What's one thing that you want them to uh, engage with or share? I would say, when was the last time you took an eye break? When is the last time that you took an eye break? Yeah. Hopefully it was in the last 20 minutes. And maybe they can even, they can <laughs> even listen to this with their eyes closed. Yeah, and that's as an eye break. as they're breathing and checking with their posture. And yeah, 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 yeah. I think that would be a great, a great starting point. To put that in the comments and also share this as we're going live right now share this and get more of your friends to be able to join us and aaron i'm so glad that that you joined us today yeah appreciate aaron alexander you. how do people find out more about about your, your work um well so yeah if you found value in these three basic principles there's about 16 more in the align method book um, you know, so that was the intention with writing the book was really to make it be simple easy effective the things that we it would have been lovely if we had learned in elementary school and middle school and high school, but it's just not a part of the programming. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I took what I never learned when I was obsessing over bodybuilding and personal training and all that as, as a kid, you know, and, and what I would have loved to have had, I put all that into this. Mm. Uh, you know, and then there's the Align Method Online program as well, if people are interested in going into more of like a, a living video version of that. And all that stuff can be found at Align Podcast. Dot com. And then okay. we just finished a conversation on the Align podcast that whenever you put this out, I'll co-release that because that conversation was lovely. So Amazing. we'll, we'll co-release <laughs> that. All right, Aaron, stay tuned uh, for our next guest. I want to thank everyone for joining us for this uh, big uh, mental reboot to this brain reset. And uh, stay tuned. Thanks, Thanks so much, man. Hi, Quick Brain. It's your brain coach. I want to thank you so much for watching this video. Three things to do. Number one, make sure you share this because when you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Update your learning so you can update other people's learning as well. Number two, make sure you subscribe to this channel so you don't miss a thing because if you miss a video, you miss a lot. And finally, make sure you hit that bell so you're notified and you find out when we put out the latest and the greatest. One extra thing, if you want really close attention, then text me. Here is my phone number, 310-299-9362. Did you remember that number? 310-299-9362. Shoot me a text and we'll stay in touch. Ask me your burning question. And I wish your days be lots of life, lots of love, lots of laughter, and always lots of learning. I'll see you in our next video. Welcome to the Motivational Speech Podcast. You are listening to Mr. Jim Quick. He is a brain coach, mind-well trainer, and is noted for his speed reading and memory techniques. For two decades, Jim Quick has worked as a brain coach to students, seniors, entrepreneurs, teachers, and advisors to many of the world's leading CEOs and celebrities. He also wrote a book that has become the number one New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestseller. Check the description below to get this book for free.